Welcome to Bishop Dr. Colin Yaki's podcast. Bishop Dr. Colin is an author and also mega church pastor. He is the founder and presiding bishop of Harvestars International Churches, with the headquarters being based in Blair, Zimbabwe, overseeing over 800 churches across the continents. And now, let's listen to a message from Bishop Dr. Colin Yaki. Be blessed. Right, we are talking about the anointing today, apostolic anointing. Please take your seats. Acts 3, verse 19 to 21 is our anchor scripture. I'll do part one of this message. Obviously, because of time, we said 20 to 30 minutes we should be done. And then part two on Tuesday. How many were here on Tuesday when we were talking of Samson and how to handle the anointing? Okay, so please come and join us again. Part two, this message. Acts 3, 19 to 20. Let's read. Repent. Therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Verse 20. And that he may send Jesus Christ, who was preached to you before. Verse 21. Whom heaven, that is Christ, whom heaven must receive or retain or hold back until the times of restoration of all things which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. Father, anoint your word as we share today in Jesus' mighty name. Say amen with me. That word restoration is very key. And therefore, I want to explain that word before I give you certain points and then we can go home. To restore means these following words. To bring back into existence. It also means to re-establish. It means to bring back to original condition. It also means to put back. It means to replace. When the Bible talks of Jesus being held back until the times of restoration, certain things must be restored. And therefore, we are starting by giving you the definition of restoration. It says it also means to put back, to replace, to reinstate, to reinstall. Why is Jesus Christ held back and not appearing in the clouds? Because of this factor here called restoration. Something must be reinstated. Something must be reinstalled. It means something must be revived or something must be brought back to life. It means to return. It means to build in a form supposed to be original. Say amen. Why restore? I've given you the definition of the word restore. To restore means that or supposes that things have fallen apart from the original format. Things were created this way, then over time through neglect, through lack of care, 
things fall apart. It's like you as a lady or me as a man. If you as a lady don't care, take care of your wig, your wig over time falls apart. And therefore it needs restoration. If you don't care, take care of your car as a man. Your car eventually will give you problems and the engine will stall and fail to start because you have not serviced your car and therefore it needs restoration. That's what restoration is all about. But translating it to the kingdom of God now, it means certain things over time fell apart. Fell apart. And therefore Christ is being withheld until the times of restoration are instituted. He is held back until certain things are restored in the body of Christ. There are certain things that must be restored in the body of Christ and one of them is the restoration of the apostolic anointing. It's a key anointing. I will explain what it is by way of definition this thing called the apostolic anointing. Why we need it in the body of Christ. Why we need apostles. Why we need the apostolic spirit permeating in the body of Christ. Not only apostles, but the spirit permeating in our lives. Why is Christ being held back for the apostolic anointing to be restored? What's crucial about the apostolic anointing? And that's what we endeavor to define today as well as Tuesday. Joel 2, 25. So I will restore to you, watch this now, the years that the swarming locusts have eaten. It is God through the prophet Joel saying, I want to restore where the swarming locusts, where demons have come in and eaten and eroded. And he says in the end times, he wants to restore where these insects have eaten. Isaiah 42, verse 22. I'm just laying a case here so that we can build on it. Isaiah 42, verse 22. And Isaiah says something very strange. He says, there is no restoration. There is no revival. There is no reinstallation. There is no bringing back because there is no one who is crying out, restore in prayer. Let's read that scripture. But this is a people robbed. When you are robbed, you want the restoration of that which has been robbed of you. You understand that? He says, these people have been robbed and plundered. And all of them are snared in holes. And they are hidden in prison houses because they've been robbed. They are for prey and no one delivers for plunder. And no one cries out, restore. So for God to restore things in the body of Christ that are missing currently, people must stand in prayer and cry out, restore. While you are sitting down, let's practice this. Say, restore. Ah, you're too quiet for me and you're too dignified for me. One more time. Restore. One more time. Restore. So the Bible says there is no one who is crying out, restore, restore, restore. There are certain things that are missing in the body of Christ. One of them could be holiness. Yeah, holiness 
is missing in the body of Christ. Yeah? If you look at yourself and look at your neighbor and say, are you really holy yourself? Look at your neighbor and say, are you holy? Mm. If they say yes, say, what did you think of last night uh, and yesterday in your mind? So therefore, holiness needs to be restored. Uh -huh. So there are certain things that need to be restored in the body of Christ. Like telling the truth. People don't want to tell the truth. Look at your neighbor and say, when was the last time you lied? They will lie to you just now even. They will tell you. Say, when was the last time you lied? Mm. Ask them. When say, when? Preachers lie, sheep lie, leaders lie, congregants lie. So he wants to restore the spirit of truth in us so that you endeavor to tell the truth. Whatever you want to do, please tell the truth. The Bible says, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. If you lie too much, you forget what you have said. To who? Ah, and you end up telling that lie now in a different format because you have lied too much. Or you meet the same person and tell them the opposite of what you said in that lie. Because you have lied too much. So tell the truth always. Always. Endeavor to tell the truth. It may be painful to tell the truth, but tell the truth. It may not be glamorous to tell the truth, but tell the truth. Don't stretch your stories. If your stories are boring, say them boring as they are. It's better than to add salt because you will forget what type of salt you added. And then, and if you are a liar, it's painful to be caught lying. You lose dignity. Yeah, people don't trust you because you lied. So tell the truth. Let's start there on the basic. Tell, touch your neighbor's shoulder and say, Tell the truth. I met a certain man in a car. He was in a car. A certain man, I said, he was sitting in a car. The moment he saw me, he began to panic. So I said to him, oh, who is this one in a car? I said, who is this lady in a car? He says, my cousin. Yeah, I said, my cousin. But I, I could tell the disappointment from the lady when this man said, my cousin. So I went into the car. I'm very naughty. I went to the car and said, that man is saying you are, you are his cousin. Are you his cousin? I said, no, I'm not. I'm not his cousin. I said, who are you? That woman was his girlfriend. But because he had another girlfriend that I knew, he couldn't say this one was his girlfriend. Yeah. So he saw his pastor. He said, no, no, my cousin. So he began to pull me aside. He said, man, I 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 said, man, you say I'm your cousin. Uh, get away from me. Uh -huh. yeah. So the truth always sets you free. I said, man, I said, man, I said, man, Especially men. Men lie. Mm. I used to think it's women that lie most. I've changed my mind. It is men. Men lie. If one in a color so unabona, unabona, unaboni boyfriend ya kosi believe no wutati for ni kale esume halo alehamba pa ula manka. 
I see a business deal. He girlfriend in his imponel. Mlande, Luti, no members in the Rodos is what our rope, Yunjan, Ula Manga, say rope. Eh, Uzafita, many a bomb for Cape. He cannot just to the single. He's a humbler. Because at a certain point in time, as a man, you must be comfortable with your wife having your phone. Leave your phone with your wife for a day. Hey, 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 Saifutusa. <laughs> Even your husband is a crook. Otherwise, World War Three and thing. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? And therefore, the spirit of truth must be restored. We said holiness, we said truth, it must be restored. Hmm. And not sleep with someone. Hey, so old fashioned, I know I can't wait. Hey, hey you didn't invent sex when we fit the corner when sex. I pay us of Tim Nanty, I was a bay's while. I let And therefore, God needs to restore that. You understand? The truth, holiness, he needs to restore that. Lying, telling the truth is a key thing. Hey, we are all working in progress, but we must move forward and not backward. Yeah, lift up your hands and say, I'm working in progress, but I'm moving forward and not backward in the name of Jesus. Amen. So therefore, to restore means to bring back certain things that are missing in the body of Christ. Certain elements that will cause people to say, I want to go to that church. It is those things that are missing. And certain things need to be pulled down 
so that God can build afresh. One of the things that need to be pulled down in the body of Christ is the man of God syndrome. You know what a man of God syndrome is? Same thing in the bishop. So, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, that's not godly. God never designed such a thing. Never. Never. <laughs> a man of God must be a servant. We are called to serve the people of God. I don't need people to fall over me. Man of God. Do I cast out demons? Do I have power? Do I profess? Am I apostolic? Ha! Am I a builder? Ha! But uncle, uncle, the more he lifts you up, the more you go down. If you can do that, you go far in God. Aha! Come alone, you idiot. Manjo and Nabaman, Kulukula, and our Paramis and Jenny Twingan, twenty, even President Gahambi, twenty Pambili, twenty move. but the moment is here, airport, seven tatama. What is this? Our fund is easy. Sipanzo would stand and be chan, would stand by his examiner, Macant. Queen, oh, when's good on fundies in jay? Oh, Allah, Lutunji. I can't so change Jangova. Was a driving zing, immortal. Say it one more time. So if God, let my business people a little up. If God has to use you and give you more, keep down. Pansy. Abantu bangaboni velu tulema. Like we come from Kenya, me nang. Uza kutateli malili anunguru. Uza sala. Uza salu punyu punyu. Ngai kwa ngalu. Ngi chok ngi chok ngi chok. Pansy. Tell me pansy. The more God lifts you up. The more you should go down. Musicians, Abayeliza, we are far. I'm too Apulora, so Malapolo. I'm too Buella, Buella, Buella. I'm too Lora Liberina Mazulonki. Liberi Mazulor. Uloro to Cheve, Victoria Falls. Now, Lora, we are losses as a tabidin gomasi as it to Milesim, but we are losses. Gubo negates who hampers who Chigiza Gonapan. Sabula gave it. Alright, let's go back. To restore. How many minutes do I have there? 
To restore therefore means to bring back. Bring back certain key things that the body of Christ has lost. And one of the key things is Bafundis, the apostolic anointing. I'm talking of the apostolic anointing. It must be restored in the body of Christ. Say amen. Right. The apostolic anointing was always intended by God to be the governing anointing. Say the governing anointing. And therefore, at a certain point in time, things fell apart pertaining the apostolic anointing. And yet it is the governing anointing. Lift up your right hand. Your left hand, sorry. Left hand, left hand. I hope you have a ring, some of you that are married. If you want to know what we call the fivefold ministry, ministries that equip in the body of Christ in a major way are these five. Here are they. Put Ephesians 4 verse 11, please, for me. Ephesians 4 verse 11. Come out of the notes, put Ephesians 4 11 and go back afterwards. Let's wait for that while you are lifting up your, your hand. Ephesians 4 11. Ephesians 4 11. And he, Christ, talking of Christ, gave some to be what? Yeah, this finger represents apostle. Say apostle. This big finger. You can see it's big because it touches all others. Okay. He also gave some to be prophets. Prophet is a pointing finger. Prophets point things in our lives. They can come to you and look at you and see your heart and say things about your life that no one knows except you because God has given them spiritual eyes to see. Okay. We have then evangelists, tall figures, those that stand and minister salvation in crusades like Reinhard Bonke, Bishop Taghard Mills, and many others, Benny Hinn functions in, and many others that bring crowds. Those are evangelists. And then you have pastors, say pastor. This finger with a ring. A pastor, pastor is a man who pastors a church. He loves people. He doesn't do like false prophets does. He loves people. He visits them at the hospital. False prof prophets don't visit people at the hospital. No. They want people in church. Yeah. And they visit those that have money. Those that have no money, they don't visit them. Okay. Because they don't matter to them. But pastors, genuine pastors, will visit people. Will sit down and talk to people. I am not a pastor, pastor. No, a pastor, pastor, we sent away last week. We prayed for him to go back to, to town and start the church there. That's Pastor Mtagabes. I don't know that I have a pastor, pastor here among ourselves. Maybe Pretty is a pastor, pastor. Pricket here is not a pastor, pastor. Mm. Maybe Carl is pastoral a little bit. Mm. Chichi is not a pastor, pastor. Maybe I... Ah... <laughs> Maybe Clayton may be a pastor, pastor. I don't know Chiyu Chiyu. I Chiyu Chiyu no. Lapa I Sukuma Chiyu Chiyu. Chiyu Chiyu I. I'm a pastor church. You have to tell about church. 
Uli, uli love. I feel towards you, but technically, generally. I'm joking. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. But really, this is a pastor. More than you. Because the prophetic tendencies are here. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So, this apostolic finger here is what God wants to restore in the body of Christ. This ministry represented by this finger. The most complete entire authoritative ministry is the ministry of an apostle, not a prophet, of an apostle. Because an apostle has prophetic on the inside of him. An apostle has pastoral gift. An apostle can evangelize. An apostle must be a teacher. An apostle must be a pastor as well. That's why this big finger can touch all other fingers. An apostle establishes things. And therefore, God is talking about, first and foremost, the restoration of the apostolic ministry. Let me start here and say this. If you are a prophetic person or a prophet, genuine prophet, you must make sure that you are working alongside an apostle. An apostle will center you, stand up. An apostle will center you, will center you. This is an apostle, let's say, and this is a prophet. A prophet needs to work alongside or relate to an apostle. Because an apostle has a higher gift, higher authority, broad shoulders in the spirit more than a prophet. A prophet needs an apostle, while an apostle may not necessarily need a prophet. Not necessarily need a prophet. Because this one has all the other four functioning in them. It's an apostle. Okay. An apostle can start churches from nowhere. I'm an apostle. That's why I have 800 and whatever churches. So he has everything in there. This man needs to relate to him why when he gets into error and begin to say things that are not there it is the role of an apostle to say hey you are getting into error yeah, getting into error line up this is not right while his anointing is greater than all others the apostolic anointing is still greater and it's able to talk to this man and discipline this man and make this man line up. I met an, an, a prophet, one of the good prophets in the city, in the nation of Zimbabwe. I met him at an airport with his wife. I come in, we're putting the same plane. The wife recognizes me from afar. The wife kneels down in public. Kneels down, she comes walking on her knees. On her knees, and she comes to me. I said, but... Hey, we, we live together in the town. Why this drama at the airport here? What are you doing? I said, I said, what is this drama here? Why don't you come to my office then I can pray? She wants me to pray for her at the airport. Yeah. This is, this is a wife of a prophet who is out of line. So she needed me to correct her and say, stand up, mom. Yeah, stand up. Look, we are putting a plane here. Hey, why are you kneeling down? Why don't you come to my office and kneel down? Then I can pray for you. Yeah. I said to the husband, both of them, it is the wife that, that went first. The, the, the man was following as well. 
when the men saw the wife and they looked, they said, oh, there's the apostle Nyat. So both of them. Then I met another one who came in and he said, his name is, oh, I shouldn't should mention his name. I should mention his name. You shouldn't know his name. He said to me, pray for me. I said, why do I pray? I don't pray for, for, for prophets. You're a prophet, isn't it? You're a big man. Why should I pray for you? He says, no. When I see you, I see a bigger man than I am. So I said, so why do you give yourself that title then if there is nothing in you? He says, ah, somebody gave it to me. So I didn't give it, give it to myself. So he was kneeling there. I said, stand up. I will pray for you at a later time and not now. So I left him that way. So the prophet needs an apostle to center them. Any prophet standing alone without anybody talking to his life is a very dangerous prophet. He will say what you want to hear and then lead you into error because he is not centered. A genuine prophet must align. I say to you, I will bring you a genuine prophet here. He may come this year. Okay. So that you will see. He will pick you from I see you age seven. This is what happened to you at age seven. He doesn't know you from us. And at age 10, this is what happened. At age 15, someone came into your life and they did this and that for you. At age 21, they did very forensic. That's a prophet. You fear. Molly feared when he went to see the prophet. I don't know what sins you had, Molly, but Molly feared. <laughs> That's a true prophet. They can tell you past, your present, and yet they are very humble. Down to it. They don't have entourage. But they hear from God. Even when he looks at you, when I walk with this man, his name is Brent. He's come. He's a white man. When you, I walk with this man, I check myself. Because each time he looks at you, it's like he's seeing what you ate yesterday. It's like he's seeing exactly what you did. Just his eyes penetrate your spirit, man. That's a prophet. But yet, a prophet is subject to an apostle. I am told, wherever he goes in some pulpits, this man is tough. But when he comes here, I align him. No, I don't like that in church. Can that please not happen here? Is he a wrong prophet? No, an accurate prophet. But I think I have authority to speak into his life and align him. Ah. But if a prophet walks into your church, Mfundis, because prophets by nature, they need alignment. They need someone to correct them here and there. Thank you. So, when we are talking, therefore, of restoration, we are talking of God restoring the apostolic ministry. Stand up. We said, we said one o'clock. Stand. Stand. We have an introduction. We have an introduction. I will then tell you why the apostolic ministry must be restored. Because it brings balance in the body of Christ. The church of God can be likened to a boarding school without a, a head boy and prefects. <laughs> it becomes a zoo. And therefore, you need order in there. 
right now, whole continent of Africa, continent of North America, South America, there is a lot of disorder in the body of Christ. Disorder caused by the so-called five-minute, five-fold. And therefore, order must be put back in the name of Jesus. Say amen. We will talk more about that uh, this uh, uh, Tuesday and in the weeks that follow. In the name of Jesus. Say amen.